Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, The Menace of Mysterio. What do you say, Bry Guy? Here we are with uh, episode number four. Yeah, mm-hmm. the menace, the menace of Mysterio. The menace what? of Mysterio. Strap yourselves in, kids. You're not mm-hmm. just going to meet a villain. He's going to be menacing. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty wacky stuff. Mysterio, obviously, uh, I think I alluded to it last week, fresh in people's minds after the uh, uh, Far From Home movie, right? Yeah, um, yep. That, that's going to happen a little bit. As we are going to tape on this, um, not as, as, as you uh, listeners are hearing it, but as we're going to tape on this, the new, new Spider-Man movie is about to uh, hit theaters and uh, we're not going to talk about it uh, here because that's not a not the focus of the show, and b uh, we haven't seen it yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we probably won't for a while. <laughs> probably, probably won't have a chance to for a while. But um, right, you know, we're we're so we're also yeah, like I said, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna uh, be tweeting about it, even though you know we have a. <laughs> We we have right. an uh, ostensibly spider themed uh, Twitter feed and and whatnot, uh, but yep. I will uh, not be posting about it on Facebook and spoiling it for anyone. So don't worry about that. Don't don't sweat <laughs> that at all. And and try you know try not to spoil it for me either. Uh, although okay. again, I'm talking to people in the future, right? <laughs> uh, right. By now they could listen and go, "You've not seen this movie yet. What kind of yeah, Spider-Man what fan kind are of you? savage beast are you? Um, are you an animal? Yeah." <laughs> right, right. You know, and and speaking of the social medias, um, you know, we we've got uh, we we t- we tell people about it on a week to week basis. If this is your first time here, congratulations, welcome. welcome. You must yeah. you must like Mysterio, because otherwise <laughs> this is where you jump in. Where right. you know why why would not you not have been here before? But or you uh, just subscribe to all podcasts with menace in the title somewhere. Right, right. You have a you have a Google <laughs> have a, alert for you menace. Have an RSS feed for menace. Yeah. <laughs> We were talking about this in the course of uh, kind of ramping up to sure. uh, production here on this uh, on this series, right, Brian? And yeah, yes. the thing is, you know, we've got the we've got the feeds out there. We let people know about the thing, uh, the show. It's it's obviously it's searchable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're going to find it in your catalogs and whatnot. But we are also mostly just doing this for fun, right? Like, yeah, right, right. Uh, and not the wealth and fame. We've ignored the, that. Not the wealth and fame. So I'm not like I, I'm not hammering your uh, I'm not hammering your your Twitter verse uh, yes. with, you know, six or seven or nine tweets a day, even though, you know, your your uh, your website SEO uh, says that that's what you should do um, <laughs> or whatever they call it. Sure. And um, so we're not if, influencers here. We're, we're really not. We're, we're really <laughs> not. If anything, we're being influenced. And sure. um, <laughs> yes, by a, by great power and great responsibility. And so I guess what I guess what it comes down to for me is like, if you are listening to the show and you want to uh, tell us that you're listening to it or, you know, leave a review for the show. That would Please. be that would be neat. Would are it we going are, are we going to, you know, is that going to make a huge difference in our lives? I mean, it's going to give us some it, it's going to give us what what is it? It's the the dopamine hit, right? If, yeah, we, get, yeah. if we get positive reviews, if you want to just send us a dopamine hit. Please. Just like that. Go yeah. ahead. Leave a, Go leave ahead, a review it. on on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us an email. We we say it briefly at the end of the show. It's mm-hmm. Spidey Fans Podcast. That's S P I D E Y Fans Podcast, all mm-hmm. one word. At the gmail.com. 
you know, I'd, I, we'd love to hear from you. We, we just want to know that we're doing this mm-hmm. for more than just, you know, the two people behind the microphones here. <laughs> and and if you if you are listening and you don't send us those messages, that's also that's okay fine. Too. I, that's I, fine. I, it's, yeah. it's not a big deal. Uh, we yeah. just hope we just hope you're enjoying yourself. And, and obviously, if you're uh, uh, if you're subscribing, if you're listening, maybe that's happening. Um, yeah. But be part of the conversation. Let us know, because I'm sure we miss stuff. I, I'm always mm-hmm. learning stuff about Spider-Man, Jason. Sure. So yeah. Ed- yeah. educate me if I'm mm-hmm. missing stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I like to I like it. when I do when I do do the the tweet uh, for each episode, I do like to ask people a uh, kind of open ended question in the tweet about, you know, their their experience with some aspect of that uh, particular episode. Sure. And, and you're you're welcome to get back to me on that stuff, too. So anyway, yeah, I, yes. that's uh, that's where I'm at on that stuff. But agreed. Um, agreed. We'd love to hear from you. To, but if we don't, we'll we'll still have fun. We're still going to be here for several more episodes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's uh, so let's recenter then on uh, Mysterio and yes. uh, and Spidey 94 here. Episode number. Well, we need to talk about this, too. This was episode number five, I believe. Uh, original air date was December of 1994. But right. for some reason, it is on Disney Plus um, before. No, well, it's, it's, so it's on Disney Plus before Dr. Octopus, where it should be flip flopped. Right. Well, so if you so I'm, I think we're looking at the same Wikipedia list here. Yes, we are. Yep. Production order. Menace of Mysterio is number five, but the air but the air date is prior to Doctor Octopus. So this right this aired there. The I think Disney Plus has them in air order. Yes. Well, but no, because there's there's a there's a future episode coming up. There's a there's a Scorpion episode coming up. That Which that was that was aired before yeah. even the Spider Slayers were on. Right, you know, we, right. we've already covered that territory. So I don't so, know. I really don't know what the hell they're doing on Disney Plus. <laughs> but the thing is, that's where you know. I mean, there. That's where we're we're consuming this stuff. Right. At this point, so, we'll, so we're watching it in whatever order they're in on Disney. We'll call it the Disney method. Mm-hmm. Is the order that we're doing it. Yeah. And yeah. up until a few weeks before we started this chapter of the podcast, Jason. Mm-hmm. Disney Plus had all of these episodes as one long seasons, like season, oh, like really? they did with uh, like they did with Amazing Friends. Oh, so bleh. it could still be maybe being fine tuned because mm-hmm. now it's actually separated by seasons, which is important for this uh, series, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. as we go on. Because like yeah. season two is all the neogenic nightmare, season three and four is like Secret Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it it is important to, that that it is separated by season, but we'll we'll follow the Disney method as we go here. Yeah, so that yeah. will make it easy for all of you following along at home. So, <laughs> so this is the next one. <laughs> all that being all said. All that being said, <laughs> if you just if you got to the end of Return of the Spider Slayers and you just tapped that next episode button, this, this is, is the one you see. watched. The Menace of Mysterio from December eleventh, nineteen ninety-four. So I, I will say out of the gate here, I liked straight away how much more sort of skilled as an illusionist Mysterio came across than he did in the 81 series, which I think is the last time we saw him, you know, right, for a, where he was kind of comparison. a comparison. He was like a disco DJ. He was a disco. <laughs> he was a disco DJ and he he had I, he he zombified everybody. Right. That was right. where he, he turned people into zombies with like with the with, with the his power disco of music. sound. 
Right, right. His, yeah, exactly. With his sick disco beats. <laughs> with his LeMay shirts and gold chains. Oh, yeah. God. Um, every every cracker in New York City could not, was Just powerless. Couldn't, couldn't resist those, oh. those catchy hand claps and... <laughs> Disco balls, <laughs> but I like I you know I like when you see when we meet Mysterio in this one like he pops his head off you know and he does he's got the yeah. effects like he he makes the the museum look like it's it's blowing up and stuff like that so yes. I, bef- before we get into into too many of the details and I didn't, I don't mean to like you know uh, start uh, uh, running through the plot right away but I just I liked the presentation of Mysterio in this. Mm-hmm. pretty well i Me I, too. I thought that w- i thought it was good and i i enjoyed the fact that there was an origin for him within this episode and it was the first time that spider-man had ever met him yes mm-hmm. yeah so he had to kind of like oh you mean the origin was when he first met mysterio not this episode like the flashback was when spider-man and, and mysterio met correct Oh right, right. I mean, I mean, meeting him as Mysterio. I mean, like, oh, right. I mean, yeah, like, it's okay. his initial meeting with you know with Mysterio, and he's got to be like, well, who is this guy? What is he about? You know, what's right? You know, what he had to figure all those things out about him, get right. that clear before he could take him on. So, and when and what I really liked about this episode too is that when we first meet Mysterio and he's first like kind of explaining what he wants to do, it, it, it we'll call it the end of the first act because mm-hmm. these episodes are so quick that the first act yeah. is like yeah. the credits. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he says basically that his motivations, what I gathered, were mm-hmm. like to be rich and famous and to like show everybody how good he is at his. At his villainy, at his mysteriousness. <laughs> this is this is uh, when this is when you're uh, you're talking about when he first appears in the museum and he's like, "I'm gonna get Spider-Man yes. for you," right? Yep. Right? Yep. See, yep. I did not take that away there. Okay. Okay. Because because even that even that was like everything about Mysterio to me. He's like a um, what do they call what do they call? He's like a three card money dealer, right? Like, right, like he's a, like a snake oil salesman. He is thing. always there's always a veil of untruth between right. his face and what and and the words you're hearing. Right. Right. He's so a mystery. He, so even when he's saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, keep the keep the camera on me or whatever. I'm going to I'm going to prove to you that I'm better than Spider-Man. It's truly all about just humiliating Spider-Man and getting vengeance for what Spidey did to him. Right. And, and I think it, that the, the me, way he sees it. Yeah. To me, it was made more clear that it was a revenge plot. But at first, I thought he was just kind of like, I, I do agree with what you're saying, mm-hmm, uh, that mm-hmm. he's just kind of being like, you know, like you said, like putting that mm-hmm. pay no attention to the man behind the curtain kind of yeah, deal yeah. Mm-hmm. going. I guess the reason I took away was that he wanted wealth and fame mm-hmm. was that he wasn't saying, like, I have this great motivation to take over the world, which is I what see. we're so what mm-hmm. we're so used to in these Spider-Man uh-huh. villains. Uh-huh. You know, okay. make everybody okay. like me or let everyone yeah. suffer the way I have, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they'll all be subservient to me. Like, I didn't yeah. get that motivation right out of the gate here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, You know, and I haven't seen that from any of these, any of the villains right. in here yet, have we? We like, no. everybody's got much more nuanced things that they're after. I mean, a, a lot of and them more have- personal. <laughs> yes, yes, everything is really personal, isn't it? Yeah. Um this time it's personal. Yes. <laughs> it it really is. Even like even the kingpin. It's like he, he's, you know, why does the kingpin want to take out Spider-Man 
it's because Spider-Man is complicating his life and making it hard right. for him to run his organization. Right. You know, right. like he, that. He poses yeah. a threat directly to the villain. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. might be why the tone of this show feels, I mean, it, it feels like a better show because it is a better show. I don't think anyone, anybody would argue that, but just mm-hmm. the mood of the show feels different. And that might be why, because it is mm-hmm. such a, a personal human kind of touch Mm -hmm, you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's very easy to write a character like the lizard or doc ock that we'll be getting soon and and certainly even mysterio is just a sort of like cartoonish larger than life comic book character but to give Mm -hmm. it actual sort of motivation that we can Mm -hmm. kind of relate to as the audience that that i think really helps us to to buy into these stories more Maybe I'm reading into it too much. No, I, I think I I think that that's a, a good observation, and I I think another thing that exemplifies it here and ties back in a little bit to what you're saying about how fast these episodes are. Yes, and I, my goodness. I really like I really tried to pay start paying attention to that here, and, and I you know I was even watching the clock more carefully in this episode than I have the the first three, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, so after the after the intro runs. We're already we're already down to 19 minutes left in this episode. Okay, <laughs> right. and yep. the, and 30 seconds of that is the closing credits. Yep. So yeah. <laughs> so okay, we opening shot. You have 18 and a half minutes yeah, to do all this right. stuff. Well, and in this episode, they cram an origin story for Mysterio with flashback. Yep. And they do Spider Man's origin in here that, too. You're like right. That, that gets jammed in here too. Within the first half, right? I think it's, I think, I want to say that's like, is that, is that when that was like, oh yeah, I'm looking at my notes here. At 12 minutes, I wrote down, whoa, we're deep in the thick of Amazing Fantasy 15. And that's, so it's, that's about end of act two. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. two thirds of the way through this episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If we're doing the math right. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And Mm -hmm. I, I, it makes me wonder if those other series that we've watched so far were just edited poorly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the pacing yeah. just wasn't there. This is somewhere between the Spidey 81 um, series we watched and that X-Men thing, the pride of the X-Men, where yeah, the editing yeah. was too much. Like it's right sure. in that sweet spot here. Yeah and, yeah. and I'm wondering if it also is just a sign of the times that 1994 is different than 1981, 82, or 83, because there were just more commercial breaks. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if these shows will get shorter and shorter as we go because oh, there's yeah. so many more commercials. It's it's kind of crazy to yeah, think Yeah, I about. mean, even it does seem like they've kind of plateaued now, right? Like where you, like even if you watch something and obviously nobody watches TV over the air anymore. It's, you know, you everybody watches it on demand. But even, sure. if, you, even if you watch like a quote unquote network show that's on demand it usually is still around like what like 22 minutes or so right yeah. like 21 yep. 22 minutes yeah so because an hour-long episode would be 40 is always like 42 yeah so, for yeah. yeah so they like i said they do it does seem like they've plateaued over the last like 25 years yeah right since this show <laughs> um but yeah it's it definitely is it's always very tight and they do they do a decent job of everything here um we end up doing things like this though too like i'm kind of i'm doing going a little scattershot here brian but love it keep going very early on so we get so we start uh the the initial scene is the museum heist that is being perpetrated by huh spider-man yep what and we're the hero we 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 don't believe it for a second but then we uh (laughs) we go to the uh palatial estate of aunt may 
And yes. there's a there's a shot of uh, Peter in bed. He's about to get woken up, and um, and I and I had to pause my my playback here because I was like, oh, I want to look around Peter's room for a second. And, and mm-hmm. th- this is one of the nice things about the way we watch media it's these dreaming. days is yeah. we can do stuff like that. And uh, and and even in 1994, boy, if you would have taped this on your VHS, you never would have been able to get that pause to where you could actually see the right. frame without the and jingling then, and the fuss. You adjust the tracking. Oh right. man! So so anyway, I'm looking around his room. It's a, they did a, a really nice job of putting together a college kid's room. He's got a big computer in the corner. You <laughs> yep. know, he's got he's got clothes everywhere. There's just there's clothes strewn all over the room. He's got isn't his. He, isn't, isn't he sleeping under the comforter and there's a pair of jeans hanging off the end of the bed? Yep, yep. His yeah, jeans, yeah. his jeans are hanging off the end of the bed. Yep. He's he's got like a he's got like an Erlenmeyer flask on his on his footlocker <laughs> under the window. I don't know, you know, I don't know what that's about. If he's doing if he's doing chemistry there in in his room, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but it. It, it, like as I'm freezing this, and all I really wanted to do was I just wanted to see what was in Peter's room, and he, he and he had he, oh he had a he had like he had a ESU pennant, and then mm-hmm. he had like a pennant for NASA. <laughs> <laughs> it said NAS. I was like NASA the Space yeah. Administration. <laughs> right, right. What? You know the college football team, NASA, the NASA spacemen. <laughs> So that was a little wonky. They wanted to drill home the point that he is a he's, nerd. He's he's a big nerd. Um, right. But what I ended up noticing the most was, oh, this is like like if you put a freeze frame on some of these and really study this, uh, you know the 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 CG hand drawn composites that they're putting together, right? Mm-hmm. So if you so if you faithful listener want to go back and take a look at this yourself, you can do this at about the two uh, thirty. Uh, time mark is where mm-hmm. I, I pushed pause and if you if you played some 16-bit video games back in the day <laughs> which uh-huh. is around this time his his room is like the background from like uh from like a side-scrolling shooter in on Super NES or like or a, a Genesis yeah right. or like a fi- Final Fantasy background or something like that sure and yep. and his and Peter himself and his comforter and his jeans and his slippers are drawn in and laid over the top of that uh, yes. of that flat computer generated image and i was like wow that is stark if you like right. look at it for a minute it's it's kind of nuts and then and then i found myself noticing that more and more as i watched the rest of this episode um and and, and on from there like now i now i can't not see that everywhere right it's a really good example of old and new you know like to see exactly where animation was in 1994 yeah still yeah. still hand-drawn but also ooh, we're going to be able to use computers to do it mm-hmm. and gotta wonder if they they were like it's never going to get any better than this like computer animation <laughs> has peaked yeah yeah because boy if they only knew <laughs> right right like this is like this is the year before uh this is the year before toy story Exactly, mm-hmm. and 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 think how far that came in that year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And even well, especially now, if you, I mean, there have been Pixar movies, Jason, where I thought I was watching, you know, like <laughs> live action. Oh, sure, the sure, yeah, so incredibly realistic. So no, and I, I mean, I would think that they, I, I'm sure that the people doing this work kind of, you know, saw the writing on the wall, as it were, and and knew mm-hmm. where things were headed, and right. it's it, it's like. 
we we kind of notice it. We we cringe at it sometimes. But I think we are also grateful that they didn't try to go full Monty on CG for this because it, it was not ready. ready. Right, I'm sure right. it was. I'm sure it was not cost effective, and it would have looked like garbage if you right, tried right. to animate some of these action scenes with a computer running Windows. 3.1 or whatever it's, the fuck right especially watching this in 2021 saying that it's fine uh, especially watching this in 2021 2022 like mm-hmm, we do mm-hmm. when we watch like the phantom menace now yeah, or even yeah. I love love the movies but the lord of the rings has a lot of that where you're like mm-hmm. ooh, they really sure <laughs> they were really sure. kind of primitive with the computer animation you know yeah. what i mean compared yeah to what we have now so mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a technology that moves really fast i think so oh, yeah absolutely anything anything is going to feel old you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. yeah yeah you you pretty much you move 10 15 years down the line it, whatever is that old looks dated it's just right it just ends like up being that cave way. drawings <laughs> yeah <laughs> the yeah. the the good the the best stuff is where the narrative is good enough to carry it and you don't eat and you and you start to push that to the background right yes it's only it's only the people like you and me who are watching these shows two three times a week um <laughs> to, to notice to talk about right. it and notice it so right. you know hopefully hopefully uh you're not finding it that distracting but it was yeah so it's it's fun to uh look at that stuff i liked seeing uh peter's stuff what else were some of the things that you uh, that you really liked or or as the as the story was moving along here uh that you noticed i really liked mysterio i i really liked like we talked about his motivation and his execution on this plan um i loved the um moment where he told peter to follow the or spider-man to follow the yellow brick road mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. got speaking of animation segue mm-hmm. uh we got like a really cool funky mix of hand-drawn and cg mm-hmm. where like it's like the psychedelic kind of spidey sense thing that oh yeah again. yeah i really mm-hmm. enjoyed that mm-hmm. and to pay homage to the old masters um spidey makes a really apropos <laughs> um analogy <laughs> of these monsters that come out towards the end of the final act to uh R- roy or ray harryhausen and roger corman and i was like <laughs> In 1994, <laughs> really, right. you were doing that? Like, like there's uh-huh. one, there's one person watching that going, ha, and everyone else is like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> I believe his laugh would have sounded more like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." Well, see, Ray Harryhausen used stop motion, yes. <laughs> but I, I love, I love yeah. because I love Harryhausen. I've seen a lot of his, you know, uh, work, and it's it's great. But it was a direct like nod to the fact that you put this in your notes too, Jason. This was like a comic book story through and through because there were even monsters. Like this felt like something ripped from a comic book panel. Sure, you know what I sure. mean. Sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. And you know that I I caught the that Corman reference, and of course, uh, you know, avid uh, Marvel heads um, are familiar with, and you can you can find this crap on YouTube and stuff like that. But like the the Roger Corman Fantastic Four That's movie right. that was I never finished. About that. Yeah. Um, yes. You know, just this is when making a comic book movie was a was was a B movie sort of endeavor, right? right? Like it, it right. wasn't it wasn't a tent pole a billion dollar budget. industry, right? Um, right. And and so it was it was kind of funny to you know to to just have that connection sort of resonate with that line it, that that entertained me. One thing that I liked less as this episode okay. wore along. Sure. Uh, and it's a it's a it's a it's a plot kind of pr- 
problem, I think. Not, well, no, I'm sorry, not a plot problem. Yeah, well, maybe a little bit. The thing is, once once we get uh, the kind of the secrets of Mysterio unraveled, and I will say, sorry, quick sidebar, I really liked everything that he was doing as far as like you know creating his illusions, and and I also really liked that once Spider Man was at his sort of home base at Wonder Studios. And he found the little holographic projecty cubes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was even though that is bullshit. <laughs> you know, like, like that's no. That is the technical word for it. Yeah, it's just it's not that's it, not a real thing. But it was like in the context of the show, I was like, yeah, I buy that. You know that he mm-hmm. created a little device that lets him do this stuff. It, I guess it was just it was like that. That was enough of an excuse for me to say, okay, all that stuff he did. I, I I understand what he how he did yes. those things and made yeah. things look it was practical. so real yeah yeah but then what kind of danger is Spider Man really in at the end of this episode you know I was right. like he's just a guy he's just you know he's what I mean? just a guy and like even when Spider Man like the like the the very last scene is is Spider Man is like he's stuck to a web with these like robotic spiders walking toward him right mm-hmm. there's like two big robot or animatronics or whatever (laughs) again again (laughs) and but but that's happening and i'm like yeah so what what are they gonna do like they're robots they're not gonna eat him yeah i'm sorry everything comes back to eating for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah like the lizard you thought was gonna eat spider-man maybe you should have a a sandwich during the recording of these podcasts jason (laughs) treat yourself to a a bag of chips or something What, Dr. Octopus? That sounds delicious. <laughs> Are we going to eat octopus? Sure. <laughs> oh, I prefer it fried. Um, exactly, as opposed to doctored. Oh, yeah. God. The, the 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 show is short enough that you just kind of get sucked into the action and you, 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 you get taken along for it. But if you mm-hmm. really start to think about it, you're absolutely right, Jason. There's The stakes are... you are low in this case mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it's revealed pretty early on that he's just a guy. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, he probably has a lot less abilities and a lot less at his disposal than Spider-Man does. So right, it's right. You know, if we're doing a cage match here, there's mm-hmm. no contest. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and I mean, even obviously even, even quote unquote, a guy can, <laughs> I mean, can do dangerous things. I mean, you know, there's oh, yeah. plenty of, there's plenty of mortals walking around who are, who who you don't want to see you know like brandish a weapon and or, or whatever right, right. and obviously uh, you know we know it in a in a kids show it's not like it's not like they can have Mysterio up in that uh, control booth and just you know mowing Spider Man down with a with a Tommy gun but right. uh, but not that at, kind of show <laughs> right but at the same time like they could that climactic scene didn't feel perilous enough for me it affected my. It affected my overall rating of the episode. Okay, I got um, you. I, I'll yeah. say that. So, yeah. Right, yeah. right. But it is a lot less silly, even even yes. if it's more practical and and less of high stakes, lower stakes. It's mm-hmm. a lot more easy to take seriously. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's earnest as yeah. much as you can be with a cartoon comic, mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. So. yeah. so, so like I said, we get this, we get the origin of Spider-Man and, and I'm just going to kind of pepper in some of the other details as they're pertinent here. Absolutely. Um, so there's a, you know, that after the museum heist, Peter Parker in, in, uh, under the auspices of photojournalism goes back to the scene of that 
event to kind of see who is it pretending to be Spider-Man, because obviously right. he's the only one who it's knows that was not really Spider-Man. Right. He meets a uh, he meets a detective on the scene there. Um, try I, boy, I wish I had the name in front of me. I was looking at it the other day. I forgot to write it down, but because uh, I wondered if she was uh, if she was a, a canonical oh, comic uh, character or not. Brant? Is it Brant? No, is, that is it, or is it Clark? I, I know who you're talking about, though. I can picture her, but yeah, uh-huh. I, it felt like a name I had heard before. Let's say that. Sure. Um, okay. Later on, Peter as Spider-Man uh, ends up interacting with her, and 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 they, we sort of get a, a recounting of Mysterio's origin because Spidey's like, oh, I remember this. Uh, I saved the the some people from this helicopter crash on the bridge. Yada yada yada. Special effects guy. <laughs> uh, blowing things up, says, I'm going to get you, uh, right. you ruined me, blah, blah, blah. Um, Harryhausen, right. Right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yada, 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 Roger Corman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we get we get that origin, and God, now, I, now I've talked myself in such a circle, Brian, I don't remember where I, would, where I was starting out from. I was... Well, we get the origin of Mysterio and and the origin of Spider-Man, like we said. And and while we're at a pause, maybe this is what you're going to, maybe not. But did you feel that Spider-Man hanging up the cowl, as it were, um, felt shoehorned in, like a little bit forced? Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. out of nowhere, because we mm-hmm. haven't talked much about this, but this is also the introduction of MJ and and, and Peter dating. And mm-hmm. she, mm-hmm. like Felicia Hardy, is very... Um, easy when it comes to <laughs> how I feel like the, you know she's doing the heavy lifting she, she's like why don't you pick me up at this time Peter like you know he's he's right, he just right. has to check a box basically mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but because he misses a date and he's late he's like that's it I'm not Spider-Man anymore and I was like whoa yeah, escal- yeah I put that in my notes that escalated quickly like I would have liked it more if it was like more than one occurrence of this. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, it, yeah. it felt like the writers were like, we got to find a way to connect Mysterio's origin with Spider-Man's origin. So this so is that we have like we... a mirror image. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. 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 yeah kind of like what we had the duality with Lizard and Dr. Connors and Peter Parker and yeah. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the things they have in common. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think this was give, give that its own episode is I guess what I'm trying to say yeah. that, mm-hmm. you know, give us mm-hmm. the, the abridged version of the Tobey Maguire movie, <laughs> you know, and we'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. So I will, I will take this moment uh, to say uh, uh, several weeks ago, we watched uh, an episode of the 82 incredible Hulk. Yeah. And I talked about how hi, it makes me interested to see what they did with the Hulk in the 90s cuz they did it they did a That's right. They did a Hulk series in uh that came after this Spider-Man a little bit. I think it was like 96ish or maybe 97. There and was I a, believe you found it and, and binged some of it, right? I so I'll admit this. I binged the whole thing cuz there's oh, only there's only like 13 episodes altogether. It's not Right, right. It it, it wasn't a big run. Um but they were doing the same thing in there that I'm noticing with with this a little bit and the and these things in particular. So so the the Spider-Man no more cover, you know, and that whole thing where yeah, where big deal. Peter spy, swears him off. That that is amazing Spider-Man number 50, you know, that's yep. from from way back in the day. Yeah, early in the run. And so that happens in this episode and like in the course of a of one conversation with that detective he goes from, oh, yeah, I'm definitely done being Spider-Man to, oh, wait, 
I really should still be Spider-Man. It's like it's like it's like 75 seconds that that happens. Right, right, right. right. Well, they were they were doing they were doing the same thing in that Hulk series where they were just kind of they it felt like they wanted to draw lines back to so many things that happened in the comic books and they would put multiple ones in all through. I'll I'll say this. The Hulk series was it seemed that was a much bigger issue. <laughs> like, okay. it, like it was like the like, kitchen sink kind of like, thing. like just it was a barrage. Like the, the, the first like eight, nine or 10 episodes of that show were pretty good. And then it was like, and then it was like, they, they jammed about 20 years worth of Hulk comics into like two episodes. Ouch. And it uh, was just, you know, it, and frustrating. <laughs> if that, it, if I hope it doesn't get any worse with this show, I will say, and I and and I think we, it, I don't think it will. It seems like it seems like just looking at episode descriptions and so on. I haven't watched this series yet, but it looks like what they do after this first season is kind of find some solid footing by picking a sort like a serialized comic arc. arc. Yeah. And then and then sort of mapping it out over a number of episodes. That's right. a that's a better approach. That's kind of what they're doing with TV now. Right. right? I right. mean, this is yeah. Um like each each season of shows now is one long story mm-hmm. usually. Right. Um and right. We, and we get a little bit of that in this uh series certainly, but even mm-hmm. later on mm-hmm. in this season there's like a three or four part episode about Venom uh-huh. or there's uh-huh. like the alien costume that comes up, you know, yeah. and yeah. and that that I think is absolutely true because you can't introduce a villain, cram in some of the the beats that we know about Spider-Man and his mythology, and then have him beat a villain in an 18 and a half minute episode. Yeah, it's just a, without it's a losing lot. something. It's you a know? lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. For sure. So that yeah, so those are those are some of the things I I had issues with here. Um I I'm trying to see what uh you know, some of my other uh random things were about this one i know that i haven't talked uh, much yet in this spidey 94 about the the soundtrack but i for some reason yes. i was noticing that here too like boy the music in this the not just not just the <laughs> spider blood yeah. spider blood Spider-Man, radioactive spider blood <laughs> but, no the whole like the like the really the whole audio mix i think is just really good like the between like the the i was noticing in a couple of the the fight scenes here and then later on when Spider-Man is thinking back through his origin it's just they do a nice job with with the music and uh and and the keeping letting it follow the beats of the story really well so i i will give uh, kudos to that for uh sound and music kind of like what you mentioned earlier with the editing if it's done well you don't notice it mm-hmm. and i'll be mm-hmm. honest i'm usually that's the first thing i notice about stuff like this yeah yeah and i've not noticed the music so it must be doing well but now i'm mm-hmm. gonna keep it keep an ear out for that but yeah yeah more cinematic would you say the music like it's orchestral yeah. a little bit more and mm-hmm. it feels more like big budget than like cheesy because we heard yeah. so much of like the 70s disco in right, the last right. things we've been watching mm-hmm, where the mm-hmm. where this you think is a little bit more orchestral yeah yeah, yeah. which is good that yeah it's definitely me. not just one guy with a synthesizer who's quick <laughs> whipping up a got a moog yeah keyboard yeah <laughs> <laughs> um 
I know this is also the first episode where I noticed the eyes on Spidey's mask squinting. Squinting. You mentioned this. Did yeah, you, might it, be the first time we've seen this. I I don't remember seeing that in an earlier one. Did you Did you take notice of that at all? No. No, I I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I I definitely noticed it here. Um, yeah, yeah. But not earlier because it's always one of my my favorite things. And I know we we talked a little bit about the Tom Holland movie being released today, the third one. Mm-hmm. Recently rewatched Homecoming, the first of the Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trilogy, fantastic one, mm-hmm. probably one of my favorite Spider-Man movies. But there's sure. a really great thing that happens with the squint in that. I don't know if you recall that or not. Oh, I don't remember. He's he's swinging through as Spider-Man, um, like through a, a, a suburb, trying to uh, catch up with the Vulture, and he's going through like all these people's yards. Okay. And he he lands on his head, and his spider suit starts freaking out. And there's these little girls that are having a slumber party inside of a tent. And he looks at them and he's like, have you seen a vulture? And his eyes are doing the squint like one at a time and they just start screaming. And you hear like the like the, you know, like the the, the mechanics of the machine right, going. Right. It was it was great. Oh, I don't remember that. But I remember that I, I scene, but like not the, that. I always like the thing. spider squint. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A cool touch. Finally, hopefully we get more of that. Yeah, for sure. So um, amid all this other stuff, uh, one of the important points we haven't uh, touched on at all yet is, uh, like you, you only alluded, Mary Jane Watson. We get yeah. We there's a there's a phone call. I was talking about at that two minute mark. MJ is the one who wakes him up. Uh, That's right. That morning with a phone call. She wants she wants to be tutored in physics. She's calling him while she's doing some calisthenics of some kind. Uh, what, yes. What, is, what, what was going on there? Like doing that's, a Jane that's, Fonda workout kind like of thing. Like, that's just, <laughs> I mean, that's a little bit of, like, fanboy, uh, uh, prepubescent teen uh, uh, eye candy, right? An like, excuse to get her in the leotard. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, pretty Which, much. I, I, whatever, you know. Yeah. I, I, it's, it, seems, it seems a little, uh, I don't know. Yeah, and and it, it's strange because you know she calls him and says, "Hey, you're gonna pick me up at blah blah blah," and then it's, Peter tries to play it cool and he's like, uh-huh. "I mean, I guess I got nothing going on." Whilst he like does a backflip and lands on the ceiling fan, right? right. So th- this is gonna get me uh, being fanboy here in a different way, not in the Mary Jane Watson is hot arena, but in uh-huh. the why uh-huh. did this happen fanboy <laughs> arena? She said, "What does she say to him?" She says. Um, Oh, make sure you wear matching socks. Matching socks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and she says that, and Peter just can't handle it, and he the ceiling fan breaks. And I was like, that, <laughs> like she's like, oh, she cut right to my core. She knows I can't match my socks. I can't handle the truth. I was like, that that to me I felt really silly. I can't believe she noticed my socks. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, I'm hanging onto a fan. <laughs> it just felt really. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Silly, for lack of a better word. Like, yeah, it felt yeah. very like even silly for a comic book. Like if I uh-huh. was reading that, I would have been like eye roll <laughs> to be a fanboy. <laughs> Worst comic book ever. <laughs> so and they the we we commented or or applauded the editing a little bit here. I think that the editing and the pacing of this episode is so good that it even worked for me that when she calls him the 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 next time. Mm-hmm. Because he's missed the date. Yes, I f- I forgot about it, and like like, and <laughs> oh, sh- he's an hour I, late for this thing. Yeah. I was having the same reaction that Peter was, and I think that's what they were going for. What, yeah, what do you say? Right. like that's that's hopefully what you're gonna get. And was, was your like, next oh, thought, man? What, and was your next thought? Well, he better stop being Spider Man. <laughs> 
that's the only that's the you only know, appropriate way. reaction. <laughs> no, but she yeah. overreacted a little bit, right? Like a bit. It's I, their first date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and he definitely overreacted. I mean, and maybe let's give him a little here credit, in the maybe. future. She would have just ghosted him and just n- stopped texting him back. But I'm sorry, go right? Ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say, and maybe let's let maybe I can give the writers more credit than they deserve here. Maybe they're saying, well, when you're that age, everything is like so high stakes in relationships, mm-hmm. late mm-hmm. teens, early twenties, like mm-hmm. everything is so serious, and you you know what I mean. Right, you can right. overreact to these things. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's what they were going for. Could I be. don't know. Could be. Yeah. She... Either way, I thought they were both in the wrong. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> They, I mean, they, she also makes up with him right away. Like, yeah, like we get, like we get in, we get the epilogue and she's like, yeah, I overreacted. I passed my test. Everything's good. And, and you know, it's pretty clear that they're going to uh, see each other again. Right. Um, He's getting another chance. You mentioned something about, was it the editing or the music mix in the epilogue? You put something about that. no, No, I just, I, I said that I am not a fan of MJ's voice characterization. Like, oh, that's just, what it like, was. Just, yeah. Like, I don't like her voice on this show. Different I, than you expected? Like, yeah, if you were I guess reading it, her? Yeah, yeah. I guess it, sound, it, it sounds a little too, like, I don't know. What's the word? I, I don't know. Flaky is the word I that that is appropriate. Bubbly. Or no, it's not. Bub. I don't think she's bubbly. I I, hmm. I, don't, I don't know. There's something about it that I just don't care for. Maybe I'll get over it. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I it's, think we'll see her again. It's a very <laughs> it's a very petty complaint. I, I mean, right. it's, it's yeah. It makes and no I was, sense. But my my complaints of this episode are pretty petty too. Like the breaking ceiling fan over the the matching sure. socks. Like mm-hmm. when we watch shows like this and we're in 2021 watching some something from 1994 and that we watch an episode a week for lack of a better word for an assignment. It's yeah, easy yeah. to find things to, you know, tear apart. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, it's, it's fun regardless to watch. Mm-hmm. So that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real, uh, real locations in New York. Oh, yeah. Here, we have right. the, we have the, uh, the, there's a, a fight on the Brooklyn bridge and they, they, cool. they drew a real Brooklyn bridge. That was a nice, uh, that was a nice touch. I thought, I noticed the World Trade Center in the background, and I was like, respect. And then uh, I also liked, we we start to get an idea in this one because Jameson goes on TV to cover the the museum heist and that that Spider-Man has been framed for. We start to get a sense that he is more than just a newspaperman. And I th- uh, and, oh yeah 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 he's, and I th- he's I thought he good, spreads it around right. good touch because that is you know that, that that totally makes sense that tracks for Jameson in the '90s like he's gonna have to do more than just try to sell newspapers so right mm-hmm. right yeah exactly mm-hmm. media mogul like a Rupert Murdoch kind mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. kind of character more yeah. than just a yeah a Citizen Kane <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly yeah exactly yeah so but, yeah. and uh, speaking of voice acting got a prop. I tip my hat once again to Ed Asner. Perfect Triple J, I think. I love mm-hmm. I love his characterization of, he did, of Triple J. He does a really nice job. I like him. Uh, he's he is my uh he's my number 2 Jameson to um JK Simmons, right? JK Simmons. The other J. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the quintessential JK Simmons and to bring th- uh you know sort of full circle, the only real character to appear in like all the iterations of Spider-Man that we've seen on the big screen. Crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Hmm. Because he's like the Robert Downey Jr. though, like nobody else could play him now. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it I think that's accurate. I think that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um so uh, end of the day here like I said um 
we got to rate this thing. My maybe slight over analysis, but uh, but uh, cognizant uh, noticing of the declining stakes in the climax knocked mm-hmm. it down a little bit of a peg for me. I still give this three and a half. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it was I think it was pretty good, but that's that's where I'm going to end up there. Three and a half, pretty good job. I agree. Uh, same rating, three and a half. And the only reason I didn't go with a four, which I was kind of thinking I should, but I kept going back to that shoehorned in great power, great responsibility, yeah, morality yeah. tale that just felt so out of place. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if we're going to compare apples to oranges here to compare this to the other things we watched, still damn great. Yeah. You know, still yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. a lot better. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. We've got another big bad next week. Nobody minor on the list here uh none other than otto octavius dr octopus Mm. one of my favorites one of my favorite villains so good stuff forward to this yeah all right buddy let's uh let's do it again next week thanks for listening to spider-man and his amazing fans please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or your favorite app follow us on twitter at bko radio and like the show on facebook you can reach us by email spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com most importantly if you enjoyed it share with a friend